It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, everyone. That's right. We survived. And White Boy Malcolm X, we should get a t-shirt that says this. I survived Mama Frost 2022. Something like that. And let me tell you folks something. White Boy Malcolm X, he has got that woman completely fooled. Oh, he's such a nice young man. I'm thinking Mama Frost, two things. First off, that old queen, he's as old as I am. There ain't nothing young about him. Second thing, you should see what he does to a Ronald McDonald blow-up doll when you're not around. How he defiles a Ronald McDonald blow-up doll to satisfy his disturbing ginger fetish. Nice young man, my ass. He's an old queen with a creepy ginger fetish. No, I don't say that, folks. I'll let that woman, I'll let her delude herself all she wants. No reason to bust her bubble just yet. I'll keep that one in my pocket. Save that for another time. But we did make it through. Got Mama Frost back to South Carolina. So we're back here yet again ready to get things underway. So we'll start off by wishing all you Asian American and Pacific Islanders out there happy AAPI Heritage Month to all of you. Woke Starbucks, they finally got around, sent out their virtue signaling email to celebrate that. But speaking of Starbucks, Woke Starbucks, And before I get to their email, I saw this in the Washington Times. Starbucks to pay travel expenses for employees seeking abortions. So another one, getting in on the the abortion benefit bandwagon, doing that like Yelp, Citibank, Tesla, Amazon, Levi's, all of them doing it. But Starbucks, woke Starbucks, They said a couple days on Monday that they're going to pay the travel expenses for U.S. employees to access abortion and, on top of that, gender confirmation procedures, otherwise known as gender-affirming care. But they're going to cover both of those if those services aren't available within 100 miles of a worker's home. And not only is Starbucks Not only are they going to pay for that for their employees, they're also going to cover those dependents who are enrolled in Starbucks health care plan. So another potentially fun 
family vacation, abortions, and gender-affirming care trips. No word yet on what the dollar amount, what they're going to cover. Amazon, woke Amazon, they're offering $4,000 a year for abortion-related travel. And you can do that every year over at Amazon. The sky's the limit when it comes to getting Amazon to pay for you to travel to get yourself an abortion. God bless those folks, that HR department over at Starbucks, them having to administer not just a a travel-related abortion policy, but they've also got to cover gender-affirming care. So in other words, over there at Woke Starbucks, they'll help you kill your baby and chop off your man meat. And I can just see that, folks. Someone calling up Starbucks HR to inquire about this policy. I'm calling about the abortion and gender-affirming care policy. Yes, how can I help you? Can I do them together? Guy's probably like, Ah, Jesus Christmas. I am terrified to ask her what the hell she's talking about. Um, well, I'm not sure what you mean. Well, you see, I'm pregnant, but I'm also transitioning. Can I get an abortion, then get gender-affirming care to install a penis? Will Starbucks pay for that? Um, yes. I believe they will. They'll at least pay for you to travel to have that done. Will our health insurance cover that? That would be benefits. This is employee relations. Can you transfer me? Oh, absolutely. Hold on a second. So yet another poor beleaguered HR department having to be all up in everyone else's business way more, way, way, way more than they ever thought they would, than they would ever hope to. But anyway, back to back to woke Starbucks, back to them sending their virtue signaling email. Now, folks, they did not just say happy AAPI Heritage Month. Uh Uh-uh. That's not how they roll. They sent out an email, happy AANHPI Heritage Month, and AANHPI, that stands for Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. White Boy Malcolm X. Question for you, sir. Hawaii, is that located over there in the Pacific Ocean? Yes, that's what I thought. Is Hawaii, another question there for you, sir. Is that an island or a a chain of islands? Yes, again. So, final question, sir. Would, Would Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander kind of maybe sort of be just a little redundant? Basically, yes. That's what I thought. No, I'm sure. They were mighty pleased with themselves over there at Woke Starbucks, tossing that in there. We should single out the Native Hawaiians. Oh, how clever. Let's do that. What about the Native Fijians? Those people on Fiji? 
nah, way too much. Reminds me, kind of reminds me of Justin Trudeau, the Ken doll of Western European politics. Him saying, 2S, LGBTQ, QIA+. He said that instead of LGBTQ+, cramming in all those extra letters. And for those of you who are wondering, myself included, what all that gibberish is, 2S, that's two-spirit. No idea what that is. L is for lesbian. No idea why they're before the queens. G is for gay or the queens, myself included. B is for bisexual. No idea why part-timers got a letter. T is for transgender. No idea how gender identity got looped into the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. That was once only about sexual orientation. Q is for queer. No idea what that means. Q is also for questioning. No idea what they're questioning. I is for intersex. No idea what that is. A is for asexual. The laziest members of our tribe. And no idea how people who don't have sex got a letter. And the plus, plus what? No idea what that's even supposed to represent. You would have thunk that everything else, that had been covered. But I guess not. And if that gives you a headache, all those letters, that one, that is totally the fault of the lesbians. It's their fault that happened. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, their fault. Not that I blame them, but technically, it's their fault. Way back in the day, folks, remember, I'm not only a queen, but I'm an old queen at 52. And because I'm an old queen, I remember a day and a time, way back when, when it was just the gay community. That's all it was, the gay community. Then, all of a sudden, the lesbians, they went off and did their own thing. They were like, no more gay community. We're now the gay and lesbian community. Again, folks, I don't blame them in the least. Probably were like, what the hell do we have in common with those queens? Those girls out partying every night, having sex with everyone they can get their hands on. We're here. We go out on one date. Myrtle, fetch me my U-Haul coupons. It's time to move in together. We have nothing in common with them. We do not want to be associated with those whorish queens. And you queens know who you are. So that's what we got. The gay and lesbian community. But once you went there, folks, once you opened Pandora's box, next thing you know, bisexuals. They had to have their own letter too. Part-time members of the tribe, there when they want to be there, not around when it's not convenient. Still, 100% benefits eligible. But suddenly, we had three letters, the gay and lesbian and bisexual community. And then, folks, the dark days began.
some blithering idiot, they thought, man, we should open up this tent a little more. Let's add gender identity. So we got the T's, who have now taken total control of the tribe. They run everything now. Just ask a lesbian if they question a woman having a penis. You know, folks, exactly who was in charge of the tribe, just how people act when a lesbian says something like that. More pearl clutching than you care to imagine. So that's why, in a quick history lesson, that's how we have all these silly letters, this mangled alphabet, because way back when, the lesbians, they opened up Pandora's box. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into things, folks. But I got to warn you, I haven't even been yapping that much. Yap, 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 yap. But I can already tell my voice. Well, we're just going to have to see how many stories I can do before it officially breaks down. So let's just go ahead and jump in. And this first one, it's from the Gateway Pundit. New Calvin Klein ad features pregnant man. Calvin Klein featured a pregnant man to celebrate Mother's Day. And the pregnant man in question, his name is Roberto. His partner's name is Erica. And the two of them, they're from Brazil. And Calvin Klein, to bring this to everyone's attention, showing a pregnant man celebrating Mother's Day, they went up onto Instagram. And this is what they wrote. Today, in support of women and mothers all over the world, we're spotlighting the realities of new families. Well, okay then. Yes, okay then, white boy Malcolm X. What else can I say on this? Well, I'll say this again. For one half of 1% of the population, they are everywhere. In your face with it every day. Every single day. Seriously, folks, I can't go a day in reading the news where transgender, again, one half of 1% of the population, where they're not in the news, usually because they're being oppressed and we're all just a, we're just a bunch of transphobes, horrible bigots for not genuflecting correctly. Mormons, they're about 2% of the population. We have four times as many Mormons as we do transgenders. But do we ever hear about Mormons? I mean, unless the media, they want to mock them for being weirdos with magical panties and underwear. But other than that, the media mocking people of the Mormon faith, do we ever hear anything about Mormons? No. But transgenders every single day. But I guess that's okay because... Let's face it, folks. I do not want to earn myself a first-class ticket on a train to a re-education camp to get my mind right. From Pink News, those girls over at Pink News, fans applaud Jake Daniels 
after becoming UK's first pro male footballer to come out in 32 years. So we got ourselves, folks, a new gaby coming on out of that closet. Pro footballer, Jake Daniels. He's a forward for Blackpool. I assume that's a team. Clearly, I don't watch that stuff. But he came out a couple days ago, back on Monday, the same day that Starbucks, woke Starbucks, they announced they were going to pay for travel-related expenses if you had to go out of state, travel more than 100 miles to get yourself an abortion or gender-affirming care. Same day as that. But he came out on Sky Sports, and that's where he discussed finally feeling ready to be myself and be confident with it all. That after such a long time of lying about who he really was or is. What? No, white boy Malcolm X, no picture for you. First off, he's not ginger. You're not going to really care anyway. Second of all, we do not need, sir, from you another Luke Prokop moment. You getting all excited about someone way too young. He's 17 years old, sir. Too young. (laughs) I told you he was too young. Show you this picture. You start acting like a a horny high school teacher. I'm up that fresh teacher bait. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Set it down, you high school teachers. What have I told you a thousand times before? There is no fresh teacher bait here on the Miller Frost Podcast. Jake Daniels, 17 years old. He's at the, the high end of your fresh teacher bait age range. He's going to age out of your fun soon enough. But I have to say, I like this kid. Not, settle down out there, not because he's 17. What do I always say? Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. 17. Jesus Christmas, that's young. That's not why. But I do have two reasons why I like this kid. First off, he went to Sky Sports to come out. Didn't go on to TikTok or Instagram to do it. And I read the whole article. And not once in there did I see a a TJ Osborne moment either. Demanding a a participation trophy, or a medal for bravery for coming on out of that closet like a lot of new queens do. Oh, it's so hard coming out of the closet these days. Get over yourself, girls. And all you Hollywood closet cases out there, and you know who you are. If this 17-year-old can do it without carrying on, so can you. And Jake... Welcome to the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. Enjoy being the fresh meat. Enjoy being Twinkie Boy eye candy to the Kevin Spacey set out there. Have yourself a grand gay old time now that you're out. But whatever you do, Jake, whatever you do, I do not care how tempting it is. 
Do not use Gus Cantworthy to be your guide, your mentor, your escort, heaven forbid, your pimp, to shepherd you around the community. Jake, you do not want to be the next Colton Underwood, that new gaby. You, son, you're, you're way better than that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here you folks go. How about a couple of no-duh kind of stories. The first one, it's from the Wall Street Journal. How more than one trillion dollars of crypto vanished in just six months. The helium is coming out of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as investors shy away from risk. Who couldn't see this one coming? Fake currencies imploding. Another get-rich-quick scheme gone awry. All that COVID stimulus money flushed down the toilet. No duh on that. And from Fox News, BLM co-founder Patrice Coolers says group flooded with white guilt money. The tens of millions of dollars BLM received was a major shock, BLM co-founder says. Maybe that's her defense. If and when she gets busted for allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, fraud, stealing contributions, whatever she may be charged with down the road. She could be like, Your Honor, I was just shocked at all these racist crackers sending me money. I was so traumatized by whitey, by their white power, their white supremacy, white fragility, white this, white that, blah, 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 blah. Systemic racism that I couldn't help myself. I had to buy all that property with BLM money to disrupt all of that. Judge be like, I heard on a podcast, some queen on a podcast, they said, they said you had three houses in Los Angeles just so you never had to sit in traffic. Oh, well, there's that too. Yes, of course, dear. From the Daily Caller, Fairfax County Public Schools may suspend students who misgender peers engage in hate speech. And Fairfax County Public Schools, that's over there in Virginia, just outside of the swamp. I used to have to go there for work. I had no idea 
They were so woke. So down for the struggle with the uh, the transgender community. But down there in the Fairfax County Public Schools, they are weighing new rules that could suspend or expel students who maliciously misgender or dead name their transgender peers according to the draft of the guidelines. And those same guidelines, they would allow for a suspension of up to five days if frequency and intensity are present. You know, when this all first came out, this sort of thing, punishing people for not using the right pronouns, dead naming someone, or some infraction like that, it was mostly targeted at woke leftist professors. And so I was like, this is the kind of garbage you helped to create. So you all have fun, have loads of fun managing those hysterical brats you helped create. Now though, at least here in Fairfax County, it's hitting everyone else in the classroom as well. So little Tommy can come into class Declare that his name is now Blanche. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, Blanche. Maybe Dorothy, but I see Blanche. But Tommy comes in, the name is now Blanche, and Blanche is super special. Pain in the ass pronouns, they are Zizirza. Not only does the teacher, not only do they have to manage this, which I think, let's be honest folks, Most of them deserve. But now the other kids, now they have to pretend that up is down, right is left, Tommy is Blanche and should be referred to by Zizirza. And if they don't, boom, off you go for up to five days. Talk about a perverse incentive to get some time away from the crazy. You mean if I call Blanche Tommy, I can get away from this nuthouse? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Welcome to 2022, folks. And if you don't like it, off you go on a train to a re-education camp to get your mind right. White boy Malcolm X, question for you, sir. Did Neil Patrick Harris, that queen, did he do something wrong that you're aware of? No. Okay, just checking, sir. The reason I asked, though, I've got a story from BuzzFeed, and I'm like, what the hell did he do? What did Neil Patrick Harris do for him to turn from hero to villain? Remember, folks, in the gay media, hero or villain. Every story either has a hero or villain. I don't care what the story is, hero or villain. Now, BuzzFeed, well, it's not gay media per se, but it's damn close. I bet you can't swing a dead cat over there. Can't do that without smacking at least half a dozen queens. But anyway, how's this headline from BuzzFeed? Eight times Neil Patrick Harris was problematical rude as hell. Like, wow. And wow, folks, that's in all caps. And this article... It was written by a a millennial Gen Z kid, Ryan Schockett, S-C-H-O-C-K-E-T. Now, I don't know if he's a queen, 
As I always say when people ask, I don't know. I haven't slept with them. But if I know my queens, and, and if it's one thing I know, folks, it's queens. I'm willing to bet Ryan here, he's a big old queen. You want to talk about petty. Some of the things that Ryan dug up, some of the things that made this list eight times, Neil Patrick Harris was problematic or rude as hell. I'm not going to read them all. It's kind of an embarrassing joke. But just to give you a flavor, when he literally stopped talking and this blithering idiot, Ryan Shockett, couldn't spell literally correctly, couldn't bother that lazy queen, millennial Gen Z queen, too lazy to run spell check. But anyway, when he literally stopped talking to Mayim Bialik, sorry, Mayim, if I'm butchering the hell out of your name, I know who you are. I just don't know how to pronounce your name. But when he literally stopped talking to her because she didn't give him a standing ovation when she saw him perform Rent on Broadway in 1997, 25 years ago, in 2010, 12 years ago, or 15 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, pick any number if you you use woke math. But 12 years ago, he called actor Jason Mewes. That's one of the guys from Jay and Silent Bob. Neil Patrick Harris, when he was asked about the film, Jay and Silent Bob, he called Jason Mewes a drugged out mess of a guy. Which, if you've ever seen Jason Mewes, I can easily understand how Neil Patrick Harris, how he came to believe that. At least the character he plays is. And then lastly, back in 2011, 11 years ago, Neil Patrick Harris, he goes on to Live with Kelly, and he uses the word tranny not just once, folks, but twice. He said tranny twice on Live with Kelly. You want to talk about cancel culture, digging up, Silly crap like this, just a shiv, Neil Patrick Harris. This bitchy queen, Ryan Shockett. I'll get you, Neil Patrick Harris. I'll show you who the head queen around here is. I'm sure Neil Patrick Harris, he's feeling like his star is faded. Probably like, who the hell is this loser moron from BuzzFeed? This silly queen, digging up nonsense from over a decade ago for a crappy clickbait article. Am I so inconsequential that I can't even get a hatchet job by the Hollywood Reporter or Dateline Hollywood? The best I can do is BuzzFeed? Although if this is the worst they have on this guy, maybe the woke Pope, maybe Pope Francis, can canonize Neil Patrick Harris. St. Neil the homo. Something like that. And for our last story, folks, it's from Breitbart. Woke NBA to play games in United Arab Emirates where homosexuals can receive the death penalty. And I can only imagine, folks, if homosexuality, if that offense is punishable by death, what they do in the United Arab Emirates if white boy Malcolm X, if he went over there 
brought his Ronald McDonald blow-up doll, brought that along, and they caught him defiling his Ronald McDonald blow-up doll. White boy Malcolm X, they caught you doing that. They put you to death like 10 times. They'd hang you, then they'd shoot you. They'd give you lethal injection, put you in the electric chair, draw and quarter you, burn you, all sorts of fun ways to kill you over and over and over again. And then they just pop your Ronald McDonald blow doll and then melt them down into some condoms. But anyway, if that seems hypocritical to you folks, the woke NBA going over there to the United Arab Emirates, playing basketball games over there, when, when homosexuals, they can be put to death, you're probably remembering how triggered the woke NBA was way back, way, way, way back in 2016. That's when, that's when they canceled the 2017 All-Star Game in Charlotte, North Carolina. They did that over HB2, the Public Facilities Privacy and Security Act. That law, what it did, It restricted restrooms in government buildings for use only by people whose birth gender corresponded to the sign on the door. That's when they, the woke NBA, they took all their toys and went home. They got up on their high horse, claimed that they moved the game out of Charlotte. They did that based it on their longstanding core values to the league. And they added that the core values, that included Diversity, inclusion, fairness, and respect for others. Just watching their players, watching them carry on with each other, trash-talking each other. Those are not core values. They take, nobody takes that seriously. But I guess, I guess this is okay. The woke NBA, playing in the UAE, even if they may be possibly, on occasion, kill homosexuals just for being homosexuals. And all you queens out there getting the vapors over this, as I've said many times, many, many times, it's all about the Benjamins. Those woke frauds over at the NBA, they're like every other woke fraud out there. Yes, Colin Kaepernick, all you BLM folks, All you other woke folks, I'm talking about you. But those woke frauds in the NBA, they're just like the rest of them. All they care about are the Benjamins. Show them the Benjamins. So on that note, since I cannot top these fraudulent woke hypocrites, even if they will never be made to justify the hypocrisy in a meaningful way, Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.